0: Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148, the Christmas edition. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Hope everybody's uh, enjoying this fantastic holiday season. Uh, It's been cold recently, but it's going to warm up the rest of the week. My name is Mike Sharon. I am thrilled to be with you tonight. We have a great show. I'd like to thank Ed Lucy who lets me come on this show once a month. Um, I'm the third Wednesday of every month, which brings us to today, December 19th, 2018, and uh, we've got a great show for you tonight before i introduce my first guest i want to also just tell you that we're expecting a very special guest maybe the second half of the show so keep your fingers crossed um i know he's running a little late but um we're still we're still hoping that he makes it but without further ado i'd like to introduce my first guest he is the communications director for the city of malden and a good friend of mine, Mr. Ron Cochran, welcome to the program. Thank you, Mike. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Thank you. Thank it's you. And to you and yours. Finally on the show.
1: Yeah. I can't believe it.
0: I know. And uh, it's funny because I had a memory that you were already on it and you, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you corrected me. But that yeah, happens. That's okay. We've been friends a long time. Um, how are things, my friend? I mean, couldn't be better. You know, uh, I'm really blessed. My family's healthy. Uh, I've got a great job. I love what I do. Uh, I'm fairly healthy. I try to stay healthy. You know, everything else after that is pretty much gravy. That's the way I look at it.
0: That's a fantastic way to look at things, uh, you know, especially with that silly hat on your head. Oh, I'm, I have something on my head? You have something oh, on, on, on your head. Uh, I oh, don't know okay. Yeah.
1: Know well, I don't know how, where that came from. <laughs> That's a little elf magic, I think. <laughs> so
0: anyways, we are excited tonight. I don't know if, if the audience can see it tonight. We are expecting a guest. Uh, we don't want to give it away, but we have some cookies and milk. He is uh, someone who's very busy this time of year.
1: We can only hope we
0: can that only hope. he comes. Yes. You know, um, there's a lot of traffic out there. Uh, yeah. And, you yeah. know, I've
1: heard, though, that this is the best way to attract him. Yes. So uh, yes. so we're, I'm holding out hopes here. I, I think yes. this, is, this is a good lure. I also heard a shot of booze, but this is a family
0: <laughs> show. No, just kidding. We are uh, looking forward to our special guest. We hope it uh, it happens for everyone here. We're excited about it. But we got a lot to talk about, any while we wait. And I would appreciate it if you wouldn't uh, touch the cookie.
1: Uh, I'm going to do <laughs> my best, Mike, but I can't make any promises.
0: Listen, communications director, that's uh, yes. a big, big title. What, is, what does that entail?
1: Okay, so whenever somebody asks me this, I used to have a hard time describing it because there's a lot of things that come under the umbrella. But I found a way recently to kind of simplify it. Okay. And that is that we are... Or I am responsible, and when I say we because there 's a team of us that, that executes what this is, sure, but we are uh, primarily in charge of trying to alert residents what's imp- uh, to the things that are important to them, okay. and we also want to hear from them about things that are important so it 's a two way communication, so my job is to make sure that we have the tools and the processes present and working so that that is an effective Uh, two-way communication. So that could come in the form of social media. It could be uh, emergency communications through our Code Red system, which is like, some people call it a reverse 911, things like that. Um, It could be something as simple as a press release in good old-fashioned newspaper. Uh, Any way that we can effectively communicate with our residents, we feel is on the table and a method that we will use to try to get that message out there. Sure,
0: and I uh, actually it was on the web, the city website today, and I, I saw the code red. Explain a little bit about that, because that's something you, you they'll get texts, they'll get phone calls.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it's an it's an excellent system. Um, it is an opt in system, so so one of the misnomers uh, about it is that you you are automatically somehow. Um, added to a police database where the police can simply you know click a magic button and then call everyone in the city and that's actually not how it is we rely heavily on advertising that system so that when folks are to be called um, they're on that system and there's only one way to do it and again that is to opt in so we encourage residents to go to the website or call us at City Hall and we can get you signed up if you're not a web person we can do that for you
0: and do you find uh, pretty good participation?
1: Yeah, so we get percentages. We yeah. find out how many people picked up the call, uh, whether they hung right up, um, you know, whether or not they they getting calls anymore. Maybe they left the city. We've got folks that call oh, that's us, true. you know, that yeah. say, "Hey, I moved out of Malden, you know, a couple of years ago. Can, can you yeah. remove me off the list? I don't care about like your you guys. No uh, emergencies." <laughs> so yeah, so that's uh-huh. what we. That's what we. That's a, probably our most effective means of communication. It's what we rely mostly on. And, and as you point out. We can text message those same numbers. And um, it's great for us to, to uh, you know, to tell people about things that are uh, really important. And I will stress that we use this system sparingly because I do respect the power that it has and that when people see the calls, I want to make sure it's an important call.
0: I was just going to uh, touch upon that, like how – I don't want to use the word trivial, but w- what's the cutoff? I mean certainly snowstorms and emergencies and things like that. Uh, I would guess or at the top of the list um,
1: yep generally but, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean something that happens with the traffic streets shut down things like that yeah we,
1: we 've done that We, we, we will generally uh, it also allows us to drill down to a street level and actually call just a specific neighborhood so right. for instance, if your street was being redone and there was a risk of maybe towing right you know then we wouldn 't want you to get towed, so we would make sure to call you um, you know on that specific street i 'd say the the thing that is probably the the, the least emergency like and, yeah. and we do have the ability by the way. To call folks that have only opted in for emergencies. We will only um, call f- emergencies to that group of people. Okay. But there are people that opt in for all messages. But again, I still treat that yes. with the utmost respect. And I try to keep it to the only the most important thing. So, so I'd say... Um, election day is one we like to remind people about election day Um, maybe the start of a new parking season like winter parking or um, you know uh, street sweeping or something along those lines that that impacts residents again what's important to residents you know that's what we want to tell them
0: yeah um, it's 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 a wonderful uh, service for everybody it makes sense Um, um, because the last thing you want is for people to actually Think it, oh that again I'm yeah. not paying attention and, exactly and, you know so
1: that's my biggest fear yeah. really that you would ignore it that you would finally you'd look at that you know caller ID and say ah you know that is that guy calling again what is he calling about you know and and, and that's the last thing I want because you know um, we we had a recent tragedy happen in a neighboring city where uh, it was a police presence and there was a public safety emergency in an immediate area. Sure, um, We've had that happen in Malden years ago. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of thing that that is the ultimate in emergency that we don't want you, um, you know, we, we want you to be well aware of. So again, try to reserve for those important times and then treat, you, treat your, a phone call into your home with the utmost respect.
0: And people can opt in on the website. Right? Correct. That's www.cityofmalden.org/code.red. Fantastic. Okay, why don't we back up a little bit? You've been working for the city. Has your has your job evolved? And let's. So, you came in with the administration. Uh, Gary was elected in 2012. I think that's correct. Yeah, mayor.
1: Yeah, uh, I came in as more of an online services uh person. Um it did evolve into a communications director role because we found pretty quickly again that, you know, technology isn't always the driver of these things, you know. So a lot of times it's a strategy across all departments. So we feel it's necessary sometimes um, you know, to involve uh depending on what the nature of the of the of the decision that needs to be made, we try to uh, through the leadership of the mayor the mayor has made it very clear that he wants all departments involved in the decision making process if you have a stake in that decision you know so if you take something like winter right so let's winter and snow well what do you think dpw police maybe fire right, right. tangentially but no We have many, many different organizations that are deeply impacted by snow, so we all have to be in the same room. And what does that mean? That means communication. That's not just external communication to residents, that's internal communication within our staff. So how do we let our staff know? And so one of the big changes that Mayor Christensen made when we came in was during our snow emergencies, we have a huge conference call uh, or you know an in in uh, in conference room meeting hmm. where all the stakeholders are present, you know from parking to police to fire, so that we're all on the same page for a big event like that.
0: Fantastic. That's the way, that's the way he's run things from the get go. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, what's your schedule like? Do you do you
1: meet with him every day? Do you? Um, no, I don't have a standing meeting, okay. but, um, I do wind up meeting with him every day usually. And that's because, uh, th- he has embraced the social media aspect oh, of right technology from right yeah. from the start. Um, you know, he tries to give me credit as if I somehow set him on this path, but he had it in him the whole time to do this. And, uh, he's our most thorough and complete social media content provider of any any person in the entire city and it's helpful because he goes everywhere he attends all these things and they're really important good things to find out about well
0: right from the start i remember uh, you know some snowstorm it i didn't see it till the next day when i'm watching a youtube video where he was out (laughs) with the dvw crew one in the one in the
1: morning and they're clearing streets and uh That's his thing. That's his thing. One one thing he loves to do, and he he always says it, he says, I don't ask for much. He says, but I at least want to be able to tell the kids that there is no school the following day. (laughs) Give him that. That's the only thing he wants. Just make sure you don't touch that, and he's all good, and he's all set. Awesome. Um, What are some other – for people who aren't familiar with
0: 311,
1: what's that all about? Yeah, so 311 is – it's a phone number. Um, It's a short dial phone number, much like the old school 411, which was an information line. 311 was a line that was made accessible by the FCC, I believe, for municipalities at the municipality level to um, allow a short dial number to reach city hall. So that's with landlines. And then with the evolution of cell phones – Uh, those were also brought into the fold as well. So it's not just the landline switches, but it's also the cell towers too. So it's pretty, uh, pretty fancy technology, actually. When you pick up the phone and you dial 311 on your cell phone and you hit send, depending on where you're located, if you're in Boston, you're going to reach Boston. If you're in Somerville, you're going to reach Somerville. Ah. If you're in Malden, you're going to reach Malden. Got it. Uh, so we got on board with that pretty pretty, uh, pretty, early on. And the neat thing about that is it's not just a short number. It also is a brand in some in some respects. It is uh, city response to you know quality of life issues. So we have a... A resident reporting system that allows us to submit issues, potholes, graffiti, things like that. Yeah, we call that the three one one umbrella. You know, we use a tool called C Click Fix, which you might be more familiar with. Yep. But it all comes under that three one one umbrella, which is constituent communications, essentially constituent services.
0: And you find people are, are happy with this. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I mean, as far as I know, I mean, look. In a snowstorm, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's ever happy. Nobody's ever happy, but you know what? Uh, we like to we like to make sure again that you have all the tools at your disposal to at least stay away from the real pain and the next stuff, like getting towed, God forbid, or any of those types of things. So, uh, again, you you that's you have a fast moving, fast
0: paced, fluid job. You do you approach this as I got to be up on top of the the latest technologies, yeah, almost on a daily. To weekly basis, no?
1: I do, yeah. yeah. I try. I read a lot of the technology blogs. I yeah. try to stay up with what's the latest and greatest. Uh, I also try to see what other cities are doing. You know, yeah, I'm not too proud understand. to say, hey, listen. Of course not. You know, uh, Boston, Somerville, Cambridge, you know, Springfield, these, these big cities, progressive cities, they're doing it great. You know, what can we do that they're doing? You know, within budget, of course. You know, I mean, everything, there's a tool for everything, but everything has a cost, you know, and we have to find out what is... Uh, what is it that can best serve the city of Malden but also stay uh, cost-effective as well?
0: Yeah, well, you're doing uh, a heck of a job, Ron. I say that not just as a friend. um, I believe it, believe it or not. Thank you. I appreciate Um, that. It means a lot. And another thing uh, I always was impressed by, um, the State of the City Address. Not the address itself, but... The technology and the guy, and the things that you guys put in, and I know that's an entire huge team effort, but yeah. you're a part of that. Talk a little bit about that and the preparation for that. Yeah, so— That's coming up again.
1: It's coming up. I mean, you don't have to remind me. The mayor reminds me about it on a daily basis, uh, <laughs> but there's a daily meeting for sure. you. Sure. Um, the State of the City Address, much like how it rolls up, State of the Union, State sure. of the State. It is the executive branch's opportunity to tell their constituents uh, what's going on in the city, what have we been doing, what do we want to do, where do we want to go? And right from the beginning, again, uh, Mayor Christensen in terms of communication, you know, and, and, and how to reach residents, real, real forward thinking. And one of the things that he... Uh, came up with right from the beginning. He says, You know, Ron, when I sit up there and I do my first State of the City address, I don't, I don't want it to just be PowerPoint slides. You know, we're all staring up there for an hour. Yeah. You know, we want to make this thing something that's interesting and engaging so that when the people who attend and later watch it, they really get something out of it. And so from that first time where we did not just a PowerPoint slide all the way up to. Uh, we 've had music going with a with a live d j switching songs like subtle music in the background we 've had uh, spoofs on different technology like virtual reality that's right uh, that's so, right uh, you know a bunch of different things and and we always try to come up with something where when somebody walks out of there, they say wow you know that was pretty neat that kept my attention
0: what was the spoof on uh, what was it a couple of years ago on alexa or, <laughs> yeah uh, we the, had tor- tornado. tornado yes which
1: was a big hit uh voiced by none other than um uh, city employee jerry savelli right That's and right. uh and and what it was is uh basically you know it was our version yeah of, uh, of an automated assistant and uh you know we <laughs> we spoofed it and you know what that was one of the better ones because there were some folks that asked us if we had really created you i know, know some sort of automated well, well, why assistant. wouldn't you think that you know <laughs> i mean you went the whole nine yards yeah, with there, that there's uh, some uh there's some, there's some she trickery. must have got
0: a lot of uh feedback out there
1: well, yeah, it's funny because nobody really knew who it was until we kind of got the cat out of the bag right. but uh but she has such a great radio voice, and it's just I said, you know what um you know please let us you know use your voice for this uh and she agreed, and which was great and actually, if you call city hall right now, that's her voice as well we we knew we had a we knew we had a good solid uh voice there, voice of the city hall
0: yeah fantastic. oh she's the voice yeah when you, when you call, um, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Um, well, let's, uh, thank you for giving us a little bit of insight on what sure. you do every day. But it is the holiday season. I want to talk about uh, stuff surrounding that. Um, you are a family man. You have kids. Thank you. Yeah. A wife.
1: Yes, I do. Exciting time. Uh, very exciting. Yes. Kids excited? Kids are ecstatic. Uh, I have a 15-year-old daughter, Jamie. I have a 13-year-old son, Matthew, and then a 10-year-old son, Sean and all three of them are uh they're at that age where they've they've kind of uh um, maybe got out of that first stage that wonder stage that yes. you might see like a toddler uh but I'll tell you you know for parents out there and I'm sure parents that have already gone through this stage there is a, a little nugget of joy in every single phase of a of a child's life and what i'm seeing now is again not so much on that wonder uh, that they had about the season, but right. actually them uh, getting the concept of what it means to have a family and to be thankful for what they have, uh, you know, and then uh, for us that culminates with uh, the mass at St. Joseph's where we uh, right. both mm-hmm. go. We'll talk a little uh, bit about that and uh, yes. the the big uh, Christmas Eve mass there. And, uh, you know, my kids are altar servers, and, and um, I was very lucky to, to be asked to do and be a lector at the church, as are you. And, uh, you know, it's just it makes it feel a part of something, you know. Um, there are a lot of folks that, that attend that church that we play sports with and that, you know, we see out on the street. And, you know, whatever your religion is, there's just something really special about Having something in community where you can share things on a secular level, on a you know on sure. a, on a on a day to day like you know you and I in the same city playing in the same sports team, maybe we work in the same place, but then seeing each other in a house of worship, it's just like it really solidifies that bond. I think that's why we've had you know such a great friendship.
0: Absolutely, and I and I've uh, told you this
1: before. I, I just I just love it when I see your all
0: your kids up there Thank serving you. and uh, you know.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, as well as
0: her wife, Michelle. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: she stepped up and did uh, and uh, was was a was a minister too, a Eucharistic minister. Now
0: you, she, she, you and her, running around last minute Christmas shopping, that kind of thing.
1: I am with not going to take credit for one gift. My wife. You is, wouldn't on live TV. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't. I, I mean, she is pretty amazing when it comes to this with the Christmas season. Um, she is. I mean. Our, as probably is the case with everybody these days, our front porch looks like a warehouse of cardboard boxes on a daily basis coming in from the online uh, shopping. But, you know, as it, people can attest out there, it doesn't make it any easier. Uh, you know you still have to consciously think about the things that you buy in and so yeah so she's running around kind of crazy right yeah. now.
0: <laughs> i can't believe it it's 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 tuesday what's today oh, when yeah less than a week less away, a week away yeah. um always after thanksgiving it's just a, it's it's a blur flies when we're, when we're into the into the new year flies um but it is a, a, a wonderful time of year um i wanted to talk i i, I told you this before
1: what what's you're involved with a street hockey yeah. fundraiser every year. Talk yeah. a little bit about that. So um, uh, it's a great event. It happens. It's now happened seven times. So we're on the eighth one coming up next year. Uh, back in uh, – jeez, i got to do the math on this one. I guess that would be 2012. Um, we had a, a, a gentleman by the name of Scott Sayah who was right. a Malden Catholic graduate, you know, old-school Malden neighborhood guy who came up with this idea, and it was based off of a lot of uh, trash-talking (laughs) 30-somethings that said, you know, my street hockey team in Judson Square was better than Maplewood by far, or, you know, Belmont kicked butt, or, you know, um, whatever. This this neighborhood, Edgeworth had the guy with the hardest slap shot. Whatever you want to say, and and it was a lot of talk. A lot of bragging rights. A lot of bragging. Yeah. But – there was nothing that could really settle that and they said you know and scott brilliantly said hey let's all get a street hockey tournament together and uh let's raise money so at the uh at the first year um we had something like 150 um guys uh, a few girls as well uh formed something along the lines of 14 or 15 teams And we played and and the the proceeds were donated to the teen center at the time, which was great because it was just coming up. It was a brand new, uh, fledgling, you know, uh, department organization, whatever you want to call it. So they needed the money. Yeah. Um, and then Scott had to step aside. He got busy with his, with family life and things like that. And then myself and Chris Rosa, who, uh, the assistant director of, uh, DPW, um, we took it over, and we've been running it ever since. Uh, and and now, actually, for for the last few years, the proceeds have gone to uh, Malden Youth Hockey, who teams up with a couple of other cities. So it's been Youth Hockey Base that we've uh, donated the proceeds to.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It it Because it seems to have grown into a pretty big event when I see it uh, pop up on,
1: on my social media. Uh, I mean, I think every year I just wonder if it's the last year because it's just like, you know... Oh, is that right? Yeah, I mean, I think... Every year, it becomes more and more difficult because you know we're getting older. I hate to tell you this, but uh, I don't. I guess I can't speak for my. I'll speak for myself. Yeah, but it is kind of. play. I don't play, so I, I defer to. It, yeah, the body, the body takes many, many days to recover after this, um, because it's pretty tough to turn off the competitiveness I've had since I was a kid. Yeah. But my body doesn't behave the same way so when i get out there i jam it up and then i usually suffer for about five to six days after the fact
0: what is actually the status of youth hockey today locally in malden i can remember and i, I got a few years on you but we, we i grew up in the 70s yeah you just you just played street hockey every day i mean bobby orr was you know uh the story the ice rinks were popping up all over the place um, yeah. what is it like today
1: it's uh it's changed a lot i'd say that it has died off a bit but uh what happens is is there's more and more uh uh, private teams that have come up so what you when when we were kids there were teams called select programs and this is was the cream of the crop kids from the city leagues um that could that were good enough to play for a big travel team would be kind of skimmed out of the city programs and then put onto a travel team sure and then um you know, wh- however you may look at it, some people look at it negatively, some people look at it positively. Um, but a lot of the kids in the city leagues have migrated over to those specialty leagues uh, more and more. So it isn't just, you know, the top tier anymore. There's, there's you know, multiple tiers of oh, teams. Yep. And what that has, what uh, you know, as a result, especially teams, I mean, all teams have suffered throughout the whole, uh, you know, state. But mostly the inner city because we have a harder time with different and growing, uh, you know, different demographics. Hockey's not, you know, something that somebody who comes from Haiti's dad played hockey. It just doesn't happen that way. Or somebody from, you know, uh, a Middle Eastern country. Um, So what happens is they have to learn about the sport here. And that kind of skip in the generation, to me, I think there's an opportunity there to introduce more kids to the sport. And that's a big effort that we're doing right now. So, Malden has teamed up with Revere, Everett, East Boston, and um, we are all together as one team, and it's called the East Coast Junior Patriots. And we do have a learn to play program, so if you just oh, go that's, to yeah, uh, that's nice. EastcoastJuniorPatriots dot com, and we have uh, we have uh, great learn to play programs there. Uh, and we've got a lot of new skaters. And what's great, I love Malden's diversity, and you can see it in this program. And it and it just gives me goosebumps to see that there is a new generation learning hockey that wouldn't have never wouldn't have ever been introduced.
0: Very interesting, and of course your your. All your kids play?
1: Just uh, my my sons, my sons play. play. Yeah,
0: yeah, and uh, they enjoy it. They, they love get it. They got their Fathers uh, fire <laughs> for
1: it. <laughs> well, they're better skaters than I am. Really? But did they start younger than you? Yeah, were? Yeah, yeah, they started younger than yeah. I did. Yeah, um, but yeah, they and I coach them. I'm really lucky to be able to to coach with the organization. We have a great organization. We have great people that help us out, and you know, um, it's just it's an honor. It's an honor to be a coach because you know when you when you have that opportunity to affect a young man or young woman's life yeah. at a, at an athletic level that could potentially help them in their lives down the road, um, that's really special to me. I take and again, that's something I take very seriously. Yeah. So,
0: so. Awesome. Good stuff, Ron. Thank
1: you. Um, okay. So,
0: hey, have we got any calls, James? <laughs> this is our special guest is he? Is he the, the big guy? Have we heard. Have you got a text? Yeah, I, I thought I heard something on the roof a little earlier. Nothing. Nobody. Nothing. What's that? Nothing. Oh no, that's just my keys jingling. There. Sorry. Uh, boy, seven thirty. I we really teased this thing up. Uh, well, the cookies won't go to waste either way. What kind of that. cookie?
1: Do you think you got the wrong cookies? Maybe. It's a
0: possibility. It's a possibility. Well, what do you but, think? He, um, what do you
1: think he most uh, desires like for cookies? Sugar cookies. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe
0: shaped as uh, maybe not a reindeer, but uh, yeah. A snowman or something like that. <laughs> um, but I don't think he knows what we have. Yeah, okay. The, the milk is pretty good. <laughs> We're all uh, but out anyways, home. we still got time. It's, it's just about halfway through. I wanted to mention um, this Christmas season, the Bread of Life, which I've been privileged to be associated with for the last few years. I serve on the board of directors. Their annual Christmas dinner is, of course, this Tuesday, Christmas Day. It's a free community dinner over at Malden High School um, from 12 to 2 p.m. and it's just a tremendous event. Um, a lot of people come out and I just wanna put it out there to if you know somebody, uh, maybe they're elderly, maybe some, something else is going on that uh, you might think is gonna be alone, extend the invitation and um, it's a great event. Uh, and this is uh, this Tuesday at Malden High. Um, there's also some volunteer opportunities, uh, more so on the back end uh, for cleanup uh, after the dinner, but you can find all those details at the Bread of Life, uh, malden.org. So please check that out. Uh, also, another note on the Bread of Life I don't know if you know this, Ron, but um, we were doing two of our nightly dinners over at the Salvation Army, and they, they, their building had a terrible flooding mm. back in I late November. Yeah. Um, So um, they're still recovering from that. Um, Fortunately for us, um, just uh, as of yesterday was the first night, um, the First Baptist Church, which does our dinners on Friday night, stepped up and is doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday during the interim until SA um, can get back on their feet, which we hope is soon. And the good news is the Baptist Church First Baptist, right on Salem and Main Street, right in the corner, right across from the high school. Um, they always did Friday nights for us, and they'll continue to do when we go back to uh, uh, Salvation Army, but they're also now picking up Tuesday. So Salvation Army always did Wednesday and Thursday, and we did kind of an in-house uh, box dinner thing at the Bread of Life office on Tuesday, but now um, we're going to be at the First Baptist Church. So they really stepped up. It was, really was a godsend, and we thank all the folks. We're quite grateful for that, and we wish the Salvation Army uh, all the best as well because they've been great friends to us as well. So um, that's that. Speaking of the Bread of Life, you've had your uh, share of association yourself with our golf tournament yeah, and a part of uh, our foursome for a few years there. Not every year, but you've done a few years uh your thoughts and memories of uh, that event. I know you didn't do it this past year but
1: uh, Yeah, it was it was a little tough financially uh for us and I couldn't uh couldn't raise the money to do it this time but I mean I will be back strong next year for sure. I hope uh that you and your brother aren't considering maybe, you know, getting other partners. I I hope we're, you know, do we do we have a standing invite hopefully or or did you get a good enough response <laughs> putting me on the spot? <laughs> well yeah, how's this? no no we we we
0: you're our RA game. We are right. hoping uh you'll be back. We had a lot of fun. Michelle's yeah, a terrific golfer yeah, my wife by the way. Is a great golfer. Um a lot of good memories. We were talking briefly before the show on on uh, some of the crazy shots. What was the luckiest or craziest shot that we've ever had?
1: Um I would have to say hands down <laughs> it was your ricocheted uh so ricocheted ricocheted uh, yeah no that's the my, an old uh okay. reference to uh looney tunes but anyway anyway the the, ric- the ricochet <laughs> effect of a golf ball off a tree um you know what happens when you hit a golf and the ball? The side of a
0: mountain i believe it was a tree yeah
1: oh, oh that's right the tree and then yeah and then a rock and then a rock and then another rock scissors paper rock yes and then back out onto the green now they say that it really doesn't matter how you got there it matters where you land right so i think i'm gonna have to go i don't know if they say that i think i just made that up but i'll tell you that was one of the greatest golf shots i've ever seen in my entire life
0: absolutely (laughs) the the sad part it wasn't on film (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know that is very you know?
0: sad. We we did catch me missing a two foot putt on yeah. uh, on video, but yeah, that was um that was the wildest shot. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about that, to, you know, on Facebook and on social media. But uh, second, kind of can I give can you, you a second
1: place? Uh, most famous shot was another one that you did which was I have I own both yeah you do own both <laughs> and that is the that's a surprise it, it was a drive on one of the tees that had one of those uh, supporting nets so that you didn't drive into like you know somebody's house on the left hand side and it was a telephone pole you know telephone pole style that held the net in place oh, and it good. was a straight shot into the telephone pole and directly what's the word ricochet back uh right by us and it did a flyby dangerously stuff. so yeah uh, and <laughs> my, my brother
0: was like you, how, your shot went backwards <laughs> and there was someone about i don't know 20 yards behind us that not that we're playing the uh, maintenance guy or back yeah. there and uh i'm like oh my god yeah and it, it could almost hit him near him but uh Well, you know, what can I say? When you play with me, wear a helmet. (laughs) I think that's
1: your best bet. But the laughs are abundant and the fellowship was great and it was for an unbelievable cause. I'll reiterate too. I mean I know you're affiliated with the organization but, you know, one of the things that we are so proud of as a city, you know, as a city administration is all of the great services that we have in Malden uh, that serve our underprivileged, underprivileged population. And, uh, you know, the Bread of Life is such a staple organization, uh, you know. Um, and, and of course, uh, Tom, Feigley, Tom uh who for so many years was great. Well, first of all, we should also reference the fact that Tom Feagley is a great retriever of <laughs> errant golf balls as he wonderful as yeah, he, he follows us because oh he yeah. knows that's where the most balls are gonna be.
0: I guess I yeah. was saying why is he always near our group? <laughs> and then it dawned on me yeah. that uh but wonderful organization. Philosophy. Wonderful, yeah.
1: wonderful organization. And uh you know they're always there when it counts. Yeah. And and we uh certainly See that and appreciate that. You know, our whole administration, Mayor Christensen on down, sees the the value of an organization like that.
0: Uh, thank you for saying that. Absolutely, I uh, second that um, uh, with with all my heart. Because, and Gary, uh, I, that's how when I first got to know mm-hmm. the mayor, he was actually he was Ward One. I think he was a Ward One City Councilor at the time, but he was on the board of directors. Mm-hmm. He actually was the president of the board for. I don't know if it was a year or two, but um, that's when I first got to know Gary. So he's been uh, there then and uh, has been behind the organization. So great stuff. But we had a lot of fun. We missed you this year, uh, this past summer. But, uh, again, we hope you're back. Next year, I really do. Yeah. Um, You know, don't get injured playing hockey. I'll try not to. Stay healthy. (laughs) Um, I find that, uh, you know, that's a tough game, golf.
2: Yeah, I mean.
0: Well, the older you get. My shoulders are sore after, you know, Yeah. I hack at the ball.
1: Especially, too, when you're running out of the way of uh, <laughs> balls that are flying all yeah. over the place. You know, you're not – I mean, at least in hockey, what do they say? They say keep your head up or you're going to, you know, be on your butt. But like in, uh, in golf, I sort of expect that once the ball, you know, goes that it's not going to return. I saw – it's funny. I didn't even know we were going to talk about this. Uh, some kind of trivia
0: today. What is the most common part of the body that you break playing hockey?
1: Boy, Um, I would have to say collarbone. That's probably my guess. Tad misleading the way I asked, but it's actually
0: teeth. Ah, Teeth there. Everybody's always losing their... Spitting chiclets. Spitting chiclets. You took the words right out of my (laughs) mouth. No (laughs) pun intended. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Okay, let's get back to some of this uh, holiday talk Um, and Christmases. We grew up... and, And that's the thing. You're creating these wonderful memories for your kids. Um, I'm assuming you had some great memories growing up as well. I did, yeah. Um, was there ever that gift you never got from our friend Chris Kringle? You know, that one that, uh, you know, that didn't get the bicycle I wanted?
1: Uh. I have a terrible memory with this stuff. I usually move on pretty quickly. Um, I'll tell you what. How about this? I'll start at least by saying probably the one that I remember the most as the one that I got yes. was the uh the famous Atari 2600. So this is the Ooh, early 80s. School, yeah, yeah, early 80s and uh you know that is something like we we grew up uh oh. you know pretty poor. We didn't have much money and that yeah. was an expensive, you know, piece of technology at the time. Oh yeah. And I did big. not expect to get that and then whenever that thing was under the tree I mean, I I I hit the roof. Tears you know? of joy. Oh, it was amazing, yes. you know. And now we've got, you know, our kids are asking for PlayStation Four. I
0: lost track like that. of what that must be. Yeah, it's insane the technology, right? Yeah, as far as gaming,
1: they um, are playing uh, with people games from and Poland and Russia <laughs> and China, and you know, it's oh, it's amazing thing. what they're able to do. Um, and, and you know, when we were kids most of the games and the action on the video games usually happen down at the arcade, right? At the bowling alley or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely, yeah. But nowadays, it's all online, and uh, the kids these days are watching uh, other people stream and play games. It's the new way, it's the new sport, really, is, is eSports. And not just eSports, but watching folks play games. It's, it's the thing that my kids do 90% of the time, so... Well your kids are quite active like you say they play hockey and, and, and into other
0: sports but do you, do you find that as a challenge with, with today's kids and I'm not a parent so I'm I'm asking this in complete uh, ignorance um I did have ne- uh, young nephews and nieces there for a while but today do you you know go out yeah. to the park yeah. go out. I mean would they rather sit in yeah. a room and and go online
1: and Yeah you know the thing is is that that I believe very strongly that um, you do need to keep a healthy body and, uh, sure. you know, so what I've always said is I don't care, you know, what the activity is. You know, if you don't like hockey, then that's fine. You know, I'll save some money in, in the long run, but you have to do something active. You have to have a move practice in your body, right? So yeah. if it's karate, if it's Kung Fu, if it's hockey, basketball, swimming, you name it, you have to move that body. That has to be a core part of your weekly activities, but I don't ab- I don't object to the video games because um, I think there's a lot of benefit to it too. I don't think it's all bad. I really don't. Um, and I think as long as it's done responsibly, it can actually be a benefit to these kids. So I mean, limits. You put limits on it. Yeah, you, just, you have to really. Yeah. You have I mean, uh,
0: as adults, we, you know. <laughs> It's very addictive.
1: Yeah, I, I, we do. I mean, a lot of times what we'll do, you know, in the winter I get it. It's, it's harder to go out and enjoy yeah. uh, the cold weather. Uh, but what I will do is, um, you know, after a couple of hours and I kind of get that sense like it's been too long, I said, all right, that's it. Out the door. And I don't care what you do, but no more, you know, and so I'll, as the old saying, you know, you lock them out, right, so close that door and, and go find something to do, so yeah, so that's been effective in my house. Great, so uh, I
0: I just, I mean, I still feel like a kid with Christmas, and I think of, yeah. uh, I think of, you know, your family and, and others that have these kids, and I remember how I felt, and it's just, it's just a great time of wonderment, what was uh, that like in uh, your...
1: I mean, you had such my a big day, family. In my day? Well, you know, oh, for oh for, with the size of your family. Like, what was that like to have that many, you know... Five boys. Different kids wanting different things? How yeah. did your mom and dad handle I know. this? Well, you know,
0: um, like you gave credit to, to Michelle. My, my mom just did an incredible job yeah. with uh, making Christmases special. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, I mean... You know, we all had different interests to some extent. Um, there was always that special thing. You had your know, s gift that, right. you know, pertained to whatever it was. Right. Um, but I'll tell you that uh, we were talking about never getting – I never – there was – I should probably save this for my therapist whenever that time comes. <laughs> but I never got a monkey. I asked for a monkey when I was a very <laughs> – <laughs> maybe I should have saved that.
1: I asked for uh, a monkey. It's
0: irrational that I'm a young boy. <laughs> And um, obviously you can't have a, a monkey as a pet. And I remember my dad – I remember the conversation they were having with me as a – my dad being more of a military. Sure. You know, like, you know, we've well, we got to get this kid help. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom, a complete other approach, you know, respecting my, uh, you know, the opinion. And, and- uh, right, right. Well, a monkey, you know. So it was back and forth. But I never did get the monkey. I think I got a bird. but um, Okay. Yeah. So it was it's something. close.
1: It's an yeah. animal.
0: Listen, you're a kid. I don't know why I must have saw her on a TV show, you know, that someone had a you know some I don't
1: know why I would want a monkey, but it uh,
0: seemed like a pretty cool pet to have. Well, you what know, do you think?
1: Uh, so that's the one for you that got away. That was the that's one that the you That's the one. Uh, you know, still comes up from time to time. <laughs> well, as an adult, if you had your opportunity now, I mean, <laughs> Would you get a monkey, you think? Or No,
0: I, I would have to say that I've uh I've see the error of my ways okay. back then. It was a little <laughs> irrational. Um but I don't know. There was always like they were, you know, human like. Yeah. And they were, you know. But uh doesn't make sense.
1: You, you, did, you have, did you sort of picture that you might train it to ride I, a bicycle? You're turning into my therapist, and I don't like this. <laughs> well, I'm, how does this make you feel, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I was very young, yeah, six, right. seven years old.
0: Uh, you know.
1: All right, more to come. We'll work this out later. And yeah. Next yeah, week, uh, think, twenty dollar um, copayment, please.
0: Wow! <laughs> I Never thought this show was going to turn <laughs> into therapy. A lot of fun. Back to the fact that we both we you mentioned earlier. See how fast I'm pivoting? St. Mm, like um, Joseph's, you and I have been involved. Uh, we we lector and serve as Eucharistic ministers. Mm. Um, and it's an experience that I, I really enjoy. I love being part of that community. Um, but one time we had this, it,
1: I don't know, have you ever found lecturing being competitive? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think all of a sudden now it's come to me that maybe it has been competitive and I just didn't know about it. It shouldn't be.
0: No. But we're we're human, right? I, I remember having this conversation with you because we, we do it all year round. I don't know if you remember this. And then there's the holidays. And I and I likened uh, that I know where this is going to You know, I mean every Sunday is important, obviously. Yeah. But once you start getting to the Christmas and the some, holidays, some some referees and, ref the and preseason Easter. Some referees Re- ref don't get called to do That's the, right, the, the playoffs Bowl. or the Super Bowl. <laughs> and uh, I remember um, saying, hey, Ron, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. <laughs> I see that you, can, you got all the big holidays. And I wasn't on the, I wasn't on the holiday calendar. I don't know, Mike. And uh, you said you had a poor year. <laughs> <gasps> I don't know. I, I, know I, right? That's the big You th- know,
1: Okay. In fairness, yes, I'll agree with you that I did once, you know, think, wow, how do you get, you know, how does that happen? How do you get the call? See? Right? Call up from yeah. Pawtucket. What, That's when, right. when does it happen? That's and, right. and I think I kind of just la- outlasted some other folks who maybe didn't want to do it any longer <laughs> or, or whatever. So, you know, I guess that the lesson here is, uh, Maybe, you know, you can uh, uh tackle me somewhere outside and and you know, take me out at the knees and then, you know, I'll need a replacement. I would never know. do that because
0: <laughs> it's about the reason for our, the season. Our Christian it's holiday, not yeah. about uh
1: But you know what? Y- you know what? Yes. My first vote for, you know, who I think should to get that call, it mm-hmm. would be you. I think you're a great lector. I really, I really do. not just uh No.
0: Buttering me up? No, I'm not buttering you up. No, it's 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 a great, uh, as you know, great uh, privilege.
1: Hey, hey, speaking of butter, what's going on here? I
0: don't know. Maybe we should have brought in some sugar and butter cookies. Yeah, because they're they're becoming stale. Here we are. Wow, 15 minutes left. I promised a special guest, chubby fellow. Busy this time of year. Um, Do you hear some rumblings? Do you hear something up? Yeah, I think I thought I
1: did. I mean, is there a chimney here at MATV? Uh, quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's how Ron Cox arrives in work, right? Does he take the chimney down? Is that true, James, I, Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> James can attest it's, to that. It's
0: yeah. I've heard some stories about that myself. Yeah, but, uh, It doesn't have to be Christmas.
1: So yeah, I've heard I've I heard a couple of rumblings. I'm hoping that. Uh, well, first of all. If he does show up, yes. I really hope that he's carrying a monkey with him because that would fulfill, you know, your dream. I'm never dreams. going to be
0: able to live that one down.
1: No, it's uh, – no. and I'm glad – I was six years old. Well, and I'm glad that the whole city of Malden now is sharing in this uh, <laughs> long yes. repressed memory, yeah. you know, but that's good. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, why couldn't it have been a bicycle? I don't well, know. Yeah. Um. All right. So I think it's going to be warm milk if we keep, although okay. it's quite chilly
1: in here. Yeah, mood, it is. Wouldn't you say? Well, warm milk helps you go to bed. Which, if you want to extrapolate, you know, that means earlier to bed gives the big guy the time, you know, to get down the chimney to deliver these gifts. Yes. And uh, you know, so maybe there's some, maybe there's something to that. You know, I don't know if that.
0: Well, he's. Uh, I know he's going to be very busy. He needs all the energy. Uh, in the world next week, right? Yeah, uh, you know, He's busy all year round.
1: Yeah, but. he is. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where um, it's such an important job. Yeah, you know, and it takes a lot of effort. You know, and it kind of reminds me of of my own boss. Actually, you know, Mayor Christian said it. it's like that. You know, there's some parallels there. Um, really, you know, responsible for a lot of uh, big things, and you know. Uh, Making your way around a, a huge area, you know. I hear some rumbling out. I don't know why he is here, but uh, oh my goodness, he's, he's speaking of he, your Wow, boss, holy
0: moly! Look at this. I, Miss Mayor christensen this is a, a wonderful surprise. I had no idea that. uh... uh well, uh, you see, yeah, that, that was ex- um, actually expecting somebody. Yeah. Um, um, Oh, sorry no, about no, that. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, were you in the area? We're, 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 we're about to wrap up. Is uh, oh, uh, Did you see a Thank big you.
1: sleigh or something on your way in, or? <laughs> No, nothing like no, that? Nothing. No jingles, jangles, nope. or anything like that? Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. You
2: Happy too. holidays.
1: You too. Merry Good Christmas. to see you. How's he
0: doing? He's doing all right. Uh, he hasn't Represent- shown his tie oh, to the folks. Yeah,
1: uh, this is, should be officially known because it's below the thing. This is a Jerry Garcia Santa Claus tie. It's my one Christmas tie. I'm very proud of it. Uh, so yeah, now the world has seen my Jerry Garcia
2: Glad to see he's in good spirits after you said, we did the holiday video today. I he heard usually about He doesn't that. speak to me for a few days. So I
1: can't
0: – now, when can the folks see that?
1: When can I see that? So, okay. So it's actually – it was turned over to Malden Access Television today. So I'm hoping that maybe sometime tonight or at the latest probably tomorrow you'll see it running. And then soon thereafter – because we like to give MATV kind of the exclusive rights. It's the premiere, Right. Of this big greeting that we work on, and then after that we'll put it on our YouTube channel so the folks can see it. How'd it uh, go? What are
0: your thoughts?
2: We'll see what you think. Oh, I, I think they've every been every unique. Every yeah. year has
1: been better and better.
0: Right. Um, may, well, he's new with this. He's never been. TV. <laughs> yeah. A little closer. You know, since we were expecting someone else, but we're we're more than we're
2: very happy that you you came down if if you if you would help us out here. Oh, I don't know if the staff will let me do that. Know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know, know. check with uh chief of staff. Oh, yeah. all right. All yeah. Right. I'll wear it. Plus, I think uh, the person's still coming, no?
0: I hope so, because uh, those cookies are going to go to waste, maybe? No doubt. Oh, no, they uh, won't go to waste. Uh, yeah. yeah well, uh, you haven't uh, seen them well. <laughs> Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you had your holiday uh, party over there at the uh, City Hall? Oh, City Hall. Yep. That's, uh,
2: yeah, no, uh, no, we did Yeah, um, last week, and we also coupled it with a uh, toy drive for uh, Kiwanis. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, our employees are uh, always willing to lend a hand as part of the celebration, So, and that started with Mayor Howard, and we've just continued sure. on. How are things? Good. Yeah, thanks to uh, Ron and the Great rest team. of our uh, organization. Yeah. Of course, Malden Access Television, helping to get the word out there. We're, uh, we're competing. We're in the game. A yeah. lot going on.
0: A lot going on. The yep. new year. Yep. Uh, we were talking earlier about the the city of address,
1: the city state of the city address, of address, which yep. is uh, coming up rapidly, right? Yep. usually
0: at the end of February. Yeah.
1: And, and as he mentioned that, I got a little sick in my stomach, a little nervous. So, yeah. So, yeah. I, every time you say that, it's kind of, you know. Good news is uh, yeah. we
2: have uh, lots of material already.
0: Well, I was going to say, that's something that's just ongoing all year round. So once you're done, it's, it's like, you know, whatever's right. happening is going to be a part of the, the following.
2: Yeah, it's a challenge. We put a lot into it. But it is the one time that we stop and assess, you know, where have we been and where are we going? And it seems to be every year we... We have a lot going on and a lot to look forward to. So
0: Absolutely. And um, you've been kind enough to come on this program uh, right after that, usually in March. I think for some reason it came on in April last year, but shortly after State of the City. So I'm hoping uh, yep. you come visit us again in March. Maybe
2: we'll get a date. Uh... Yeah, we can book it you know, after the show if you want. Fantastic. Yep. Um, we'll provide you with some slides and video.
0: Uh, how do you, how do you uh, sense the spirit of Malden? Walking around these streets. Very
2: strong. I've spent uh, just the past couple of weeks going to uh, a lot of school events, yeah, uh, different nonprofit celebrations, and um, it's probably the strongest I've seen it, actually. I just left the Forestdale School tonight, and we had to sit last row in the auditorium, superintendent and I. So that goes to show you that. Oh, uh, yeah. Spirit strong.
0: Oh, there's always great just community uh, participation at these events. Speaking of which, I didn't mention it tonight. Can you speak a little to, a bit about the warming center and mm-hmm. what that's about? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Speaking of spirit, this <laughs> emanated from the community. We have a uh, interfaith roundtable that gets together every couple of months, and we try to work on issues that are important to the uh, city. So it's led by Karen Hayes, our yeah. Human Services and Community Outreach Manager. So. This is kind of a, a spin off from a couple of years ago when the Salvation Army helped lead the way on providing backpacks, uh, care packages for people out in the cold. Yes. So they were so successful that people felt, you know, maybe the time has come to try to take it up a notch. And so the warming center where, you know, will be a place at the First Church of the Nazarene on Eastern Ave where people that have nowhere else to go in the months of January and February will now have a place. You know to get warm. Oh, it's have, unbelievable! Have soup. unbelievable. The and blood pressure checked, et cetera.
0: And talk about participation in the community—that there was that information uh, informational Session. night a couple weeks, uh, December tenth, I think mm-hmm. it was, which was well attended. Standing mm-hmm. room only. Yeah, yeah and was that the, was over at the senior center.
2: That was at the first church. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And now um, the training, I think, is the end of the month. But uh, you know, the the text message I got from the chief of staff, Maria Louise, uh, again packed for that information session yes. so that's a testament to you know the spirit of the community
0: yeah there was um I, we just uh, had uh, our monthly board meeting with the bread of life and there was one or two board members that are going to be taking the training and, and mm-hmm. doing some volunteering with it so yeah uh it's definitely a great thing speaking of the bread of life i want to uh we're down to our last few minutes here gary you're well aware of this event. Our Christmas Day community dinner is obviously on Christmas this Tuesday from 12 to 2 over at Malden High School. Always a fantastic event. If you know anybody out there that maybe doesn't have any plans, maybe uh, is kind of keeping to themselves, hey, extend the invitation. It's a great community dinner. You're down there. See you there. you know, we just we just finished our Thanksgiving dinner, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's just that time of year with so much uh, wonderful warm community events are happening. Right. Great to be in Malden.
2: Yeah, looking forward.
0: Uh, what else, Mr. Mayor? Were you just
2: walking by seriously? <laughs> <laughs> How long, <laughs> long are we going to d- uh. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, spend uh, a lot. I just left the office, so I thought I'd come by and uh, no, I'll you work. know. Use right. this as an opportunity to say thank you to you and, and Malt Nexus Television for continuing to get the word out. We can only, you know, do what we can, but we need uh, help in trying to bring us all together. And I, I have always felt MATV does that. Oh, so my that's God. that's the purpose of my visit. Yeah. no, And maybe to take a cookie. You have more yeah. than a cookie. We've seen my cooking you. show, right? So this is, <laughs> this is what I live on.
0: Now, would you prefer the sugar cookies like our? Any cookie. Any cookie works? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought I saw a little drool on you at one point. Uh, It might
1: still be there. Yes. (laughs) I've been looking at uh, these. For God's sakes, dig in. Yeah, well, I mean, that's fine. I mean, you can dig in, but you have to risk being on the naughty list. That's the only problem. (laughs) It's
0: too close to, you know.
1: Mike, we did want to mention, too, though, for those interested in that warming center, yes. they are always looking for volunteers because they have a lot ahead of them. Yes. So we do want to encourage folks. They don't have our website right now, but you can reach out to Karen Hayes, uh, who who was managing from the city's end of things. Okay. And uh, her email address is khayes, that's K-H-A-Y-E-S, at cityofmalden.org. Uh, so she can help you to find we'll, – we'll find a home or find a place for you if you're interested in, uh, in volunteering. Uh, and then also we want to – I wanted to mention if we have a minute is uh, although the S word, we have not seen any of the real big storms coming yet. But you know what happens. It's going to come and we want you to be prepared. <laughs> so with that said, please visit our website cityofmalden.org slash snow. And you can sign up for those code red alerts we talked about earlier. You can have, uh, you can sign up for other systems that we have alerts on. You can get information about shoveling, snow removal, things right. like that. So please, please uh, visit our website.
0: That is so true because first of all, winter didn't technically start yet. Number one, and I remember the the, the year that we got pounded in 2015. I think it's three years yep. now. Unbelievable. Um, that first storm didn't hit till late January, mm-hmm. and then last week. Four, right? four or five, yeah, I think the, one of them was the Patriots when the Super Bowl starts yep. that February, and it was uh, four or five in a row, you know, the rest 107 inches and all just that. Just paid
2: the final bill last year. But, uh, is that right? Yeah, we had to spread out the payments. Oh, Bay that's minutes. right. You had told and me had that before.
0: Um, and I remember in January, mid January, like, oh man, we're, you know, I was, I was able to run a little bit, and wow, we're getting a nice winter, and then we just got clobbered. So. You never know. Um, it's it was awful cold on Thanksgiving, and uh, it's supposed to warm up the end of this week. So, yep.
2: yeah, we'll the next see. Next ten days, knock on would look okay.
0: DPW ready to go. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. You ready to go? Yeah. Always. Yeah. Out.
1: Out in the trucks. Yep. One two a.m. Well, you know his specialty, right? Fire hydrants. Uh, yep. He. Uh, any I adopted you, the oh that's adopted right the you adopted, tell tell us about that yeah so we we had if you're interested in doing it we don't have as we don't have as a, a program where we know you know who's shoveling what fire hydrant but what we do is we encourage residents to do two things that are around their house one is look for the nearest fire hydrant and make sure that it's shoveled out after a storm yeah uh, because it could save your life first of all but then hopefully you know then the neighbors around you and then the second thing is storm drains so if you see a storm drain that is either you know clogged up with snow or leaves you know it's good to free that up if we have a huge rain followed by a snowstorm, it's like having a you know a swimming pool in in a low low level area
0: all right, guys, we're down to our final minute. Any last uh, greetings to the city of Malden? It's great to have you. It's always great to have you come down, <laughs> Mr. Mayor. To, uh, we're just teasing you. Good you surprise. know that.
2: Um, just want to wish everybody a happy holiday and uh, thank you for allowing me to serve as mayor. And we look forward to working with you in 2019.
0: Ron, thank you, Mayor. Ron, thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. My pleasure.
1: It was an honor. It really was. It was a great hang. I really, really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you at Mass on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Merry Christmas to all. In the pews. In the pews. (laughs) 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 That's an insight. You weren't here for that. (laughs) uh, I'll see you in the pews. Thank you. Uh,
0: Thank you, Malden. I'll leave you with uh, uh, my own uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, philosophers, poets, uh, layman, the theologian, Mr. G.K. Chesterton who said Christmas is built upon a beautiful and intentional paradox that the birth of the homeless should be celebrated in every home. Merry Christmas, Malden. Happy holidays. Much peace, love, and happiness to you, and much prosperity in 2019. I'll see you right here next year, God willing. God bless. Good
2: night.